So nowadays uh, we are studying about faith from the Faith Hall of Fame. We already talked about the faith of the Old Testament heroes Abel, Enoch, Noah and Abraham. The next heroic figure we have in that series is Sarah. In Hebrew 11 we find what kind of faith Sarah had on the Lord. Let's turn to Hebrew chapter 11 verse 11 and 12. Hebrew chapter 11 verse 11 and 12. By faith Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed and she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised verse 12 therefore from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude innumerable as the as the sand which is by the seashore so verse 11 says by faith Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed and she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised you know when we think about Sarah I don't know about you at least for me the first thing that comes in my mind about Sarah is a woman of failure you know that's what first thing it comes in my mind because she failed many times in her life but you know word of God identifies Sarah as a woman of faith I can easily understand the faith Abraham had in the Lord I can easily understand the faith of Noah and the faith of Enoch but somehow you know I, I don't really you know understand I immediately just take it that Sarah is a you know, woman of faith but since God considered her as a woman of faith I'm sure you know there is something about Sarah really I think this morning that's what is our you know task to find out what kind of faith Sarah had because God is considering her faith as so precious you know even though we think about Sarah in that way but I'm sure Sarah was not a weak woman I don't think she is a woman uh, you know she's a woman who doesn't have spine or she we can we cannot really think that you know she was overly depending on Abraham I'm sure she was able to take decisions and she was able to move forward she's she's not just an ordinary woman she's not a woman who was you know kind of completely depending and submissive to uh, of course she was submissive to Abraham but not that she was entirely depending on Abraham but she had her own faith in her life I think that's what we need to see today and in a Bible when God or when you know Sarah was named initially in the Bible her name was Sarai not Sarah and Sarai means the name means princess the meaning of the name Sarai means princess but God later on changed the name of Sarai to Sarah and he made he or he changed her name little bit and he started calling her as the mother of nations Sarah means the mother of nations 
she was a princess of course and she was also a mother of nations because that is something happened of late in her life and if we can read that history we can, Bible records that history let's go back to Genesis chapter 17 let's read few verses from the book of Genesis Genesis chapter 17 verse 15 uh, to 16 then God said to Abraham as for Sarah your wife you shall not call her name Sarah but Sarah shall be her name and I will bless her and also give you a son by her then I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations kings of peoples shall be from her you know that's a kind of blessing God has given to Sarah or God has given to Abraham now let's look at some of her failures before we try to find out why God honored Sarah and you know included her in in the you know faith list let's look at some of the failures what she has gone through in her lifetime I'm sure you know at times we go through such kind of things in, in our lifetime and we also realize you know we are not faithful to God in some extent we failed God really and let, it's worth to look into her failures you know Sarah partnered with Abraham and came out with a human scheme of addressing her life herself as a sister of Abraham to Pharaoh you know if you remember that story it's in Genesis chapter 12 let's read Genesis chapter 12 as Abraham taking her from his family and moving into the land of Egypt you know Abraham was really afraid because he was afraid because if Pharaoh came to know that Sarah is Abraham's wife they may kill Abraham and take Sarah you know Sarah by the name uh, princess she was really beautiful in you know, a Bible accounts her beauty and the moment they entered into Egypt Abraham was very afraid so these two together they came out with such a scheme of introducing Sarah as the sister of Abraham let's turn to Genesis chapter 12 verse 11 Bible says and it came to pass when he was close to entering Egypt that he said Abraham said to Sarai his wife indeed I know that you are a woman of beautiful countenance therefore it will happen when the Egyptians see you that they will say this is his wife and they will kill me but they will let you leave you know that's the reason why they decided to call themselves as sisters and brothers you know some extent it was a lie they wanted to lie before Pharaoh because they were afraid and it's not the first time you know even the second time they were doing it let's read that from Genesis chapter 20 now it is in front of another king Abimelech and we read that in Genesis chapter 20 and you can go to verse 2 and 3 now Abraham said to Sarah his wife she's my sister and Abimelech king of Gerar sent and took Sarah but God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him indeed you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have taken for she is a man's wife 
you know there we find that Abraham and Sarah they were introduced they were they introduced themselves as brothers and sisters you know she's such a man she's such a woman of failure they were so much of afraid so so afraid of Pharaoh and here Abimelech uh, thinking that if they were introduced as husband and wife Sarah will be taken away and Abraham will be killed just keep that in mind you know the life of Sarah you know of course she's going through a tremendous pressure in her life we will talk about that a little later so the first failure was you know she was just lying in front of Pharaoh and in front of Abimelech and saying that she's a sister of Abraham secondly you know God promised to Abraham that I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is of the seashore you know God promised God gave his promise to Abraham that I'm going to multiply your descendants but now it is again Sarah coming with a human scheme of a clever human scheme and he comes and says why don't you go with the maidservant Hagar so that maybe God may be blessing us in that way you know she came with a human scheme an idea and she started giving that idea to Abraham let's go back to the scriptures let's read that from Genesis chapter 16 verse 1 to 4 Genesis chapter 16 now Sarai Abraham's wife had born him no children and she had an Egyptian maidservant whose name was Hagar so Sarai said to Abraham Abraham see now the Lord has restrained me from bearing children please go into my maid perhaps I shall obtain children by her and Abraham needed the voice heeded the voice of Sarai then Sarai Abraham's wife took Hagar her maid the Egyptian and gave her to her husband Abraham to be his wife after Abraham Abraham had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan so he went into Hagar and she conceived and when she saw that she had conceived her mistress became despised in her eyes you know it, it's all about Sarah so she came out with such a plan of deviating diverting Abraham from the will of God and in the behind the scene the woman was there so by looking at all these things you know I can easily conclude she was a man of failure woman of failure there is no reason why God is considering her as a woman of faith I don't find any reason so first of all she lied and saying that she's the sister of Abraham secondly now you know she's the one who's you know almost diverting Abraham and to make her to sin and thirdly let's look at it when God promised Abraham that he is going to you know give him a child Bible says Sarah just overheard the conversation between God and Abraham Abraham and Bible says Sarah Sarah laughed at it Sarah just laughed and Bible says she even denied it as she was afraid when you know when God asked Abraham did she laugh at what I said and Abraham looked at Sarah and Sarah said no she denied she even, even she lied there saying that she didn't laugh but she laughed let's read the scripture Genesis chapter 18 Genesis chapter 18 verse 9 to 15 
Genesis 18 verse 9 to 15. It's an interesting story here. Then they said to him, where is Sarah your wife? So he said, here in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah your wife shall have a son. And Bible says Sarah was listening in the tent door which was behind him, behind Abraham. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age and Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself saying, after I have grown old shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also. And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I surely bear a child, since I am old? And the Lord asked, Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you, according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Verse 15 says, But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh. For she was afraid, and he said, No, but you did laugh. You know, when I listen to this, there is no reason, no way I can consider her as a woman of faith. We are talking about a woman who failed miserably in her life. It's not good. It's not, you know, we don't like to talk about, you know, someone who has failed in her life or in his life. But we are talking about a woman who failed at least three times as recorded in the scriptures. First of all, they lied in front of Pharaoh and in front of Abimelech. And secondly, we see that, you know, when God said that I will multiply your descendants, uh, descendants, you know, Sarah took a diversion there. He brought this human desire, human thinking and made Abraham to sin and thirdly now we talk about a woman who just laughed at what God said who just mocked at what God said such a woman was Sarah but you know Bible records her and put her name in the list in the, you know in, in the list of the heroic faith the hero faith our faith heroes in the Bible as recorded in Hebrew chapter 11 you know, but regardless of her failures, what we find here, God is calling her as a woman of faith. Let's understand the situation of Sarah now. We understood the failure of Sarah and the, what kind of failure she had in her lifetime. Let's look into the situation what she was in. Let's turn to Genesis chapter 11. Genesis chapter 11, <coughs> verse 30. Not 11.30. Um. Okay, I think I lost from that reference. Right, so Bible records and the Bible says, of course we read that Sarah passed the age of childbearing and Bible says she was barren with no child. Sarah was barren with no child. You know, can you just imagine what kind of word the Bible, you know, talks about Sarah? Bible says she was barren with no child. You know, I'm sure women they don't want to hear that word barrenness. 
know, it's in a great expectation for a woman, even from childhood, to have a baby. But we can think of, we can imagine what Sarah probably was going through. You know, the couple generally, when they find that they don't have children, you know, they will go through a certain amount of psychological, you know, situation in their lives. It gives, it has a great impact upon the life of the young couple psychologically. You know, they cannot understand why they don't have child. It is a miserable time for any newly married couple to know that they are not going to have child. You know, due to that situation, it can bring any amount of impact in the family. You know, first of all, it may suffer, the, their relationship may suffer, the relationship between husband and wife. You know, we come across people on this world that they go to that extent of blaming each other and sometimes it may result in divorce. People even take that extreme step. Their relationship will suffer. You know, at times the women go through more suffering than the men. And women is considered as an object of ridicule and condemnation by the family and by the friends. You know, they will just look at the woman and say that we don't even know what kind of sin she has done, committed in her young life, in her childhood days, or in her youth. That's why God is punishing her at this time without giving her a child. You know, just friends will mock at them. And friends will ridicule them and condemn them and say that, you know, that is something they have done. Or their parents would have done some sin. That's the reason, you know, they are living without any child. Probably Sarah would have had heard all those things in her lifetime from her friends, from her relatives. You know, we can imagine, we can understand what kind of, you know, a terrible situation Sarah was going through. Probably they would have avoided social interaction. You know, when couple they go through this kind of situation, they don't want to be part of any any you know any any camp or they don't want to be part of any picnic. Anything they do along with the society, you know, when they get along with other people, they have children. You know, these people they want to keep away because they don't have children. They don't find fit you know in any of those social gatherings. Probably Sarah and Abraham would have gone through this in their lifetimes. You know, they go through terrible anxiety themselves a dissatisfaction and you know they are not satisfied with whatever they do because everything is centered around child you know now we know that because when we have a child we try to bring and develop everything around the child you know we want to make sure he or she is growing up in a godly way and end up in a godly way and you know we want to make sure they have a good future and settlement but now Abraham and Sarah they don't have child you know they are almost treated useless by the society because you know they are not able to produce offsprings you know they are not able to produce their generation and they find that their generation is going to end at that point of time along with their ending of their life they don't see anything foresee in the future but Sarah was going through that you know not for a short period of time but for a long time as Bible accounts for a long time she was going through you know till when the Bible says when God promised them about a child Abraham was 75 but when they got the 
child Abraham was 100 25 years even they was going they were going through you know waiting upon the promise of God that's what word of God says so Sarah was a woman of failure and we also know Sarah was a woman who was you know miserably you know terribly she was you know taken through different situation in her life and we can understand what kind of you know woman she is but in the midst of all Bible records in Hebrew 11 11 by faith Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed and she bore a child when she was past the age because she just judged him judged him faithful who had promised Hebrew 11 11 we want to find out what's the secret of Sarah's faith. She was a woman of failure and she was a woman who was terribly tortured because she didn't have a child. Now but in spite of all this she was considered as a woman of faith. Bible says as I said Abraham was 75 when God appeared to him for the first time. When God made the covenant first time with Abraham, Abraham was 75 years old and probably Sarah was uh, 65 years old at that time because when they had the child Bible records Abraham was 100 and Sarah was 90 that means she was just behind 10 years behind now Abraham was 75 when God you know showed that made that covenant first time to Sarah so we are trying to find out what was the secret of the faith of Sarah Abraham was 100 years old in Genesis 21 5 says and Sarah at the age of 90 Genesis 17 7, 17 17 says you know they were waiting for 25 long years for the fulfillment of God's promise in their lifetime you know we can understand why Sarah just laughed at God when he made that promise when he heard that command the covenant that God was making with Abraham we can understand why Sarah asked Abraham to enter into Hagar we can understand because they were just waiting for God's promise to fulfill in their lives but nothing was happening nothing was happening can God lie do you think God can lie God can just tell the promise and then he can keep quiet without doing anything you know that's what we tend to think you know probably that's what probably they would have thought because nothing was seen in their lives God promised I will give you descendants and you will multiply like a stars in the sky and the sands in the seashore but nothing is going on nothing is happening but now this woman Bible says in Hebrew 11 11 because she judged him faithful who had promised you know Bible gives a clue of Sarah's faith Bible says he considered God as faithful who had promised in Hebrew 11 11 so we can conclude we can easily come to arrive at the situation Sarah was not sure whether God is going to bless her when she looked into her own life when she looked into her own life she saw failures you know, obviously she was feeling guilty about the lies she made in front of Pharaoh and Abimelech. And she was, you know, feeling guilty about it. She was not sure whether she is doing right with God or not. But then, but she never doubted God because what of God says? She considered the faithfulness of God. She considered him faithful who had promised. 
she never doubted about God's ability but then when she looked into her own situation the doubt came in her life that's the reason she just laughed when God promised that's the reason she said Abraham to go into Hagar she, she, she believed that God is going to give children but then how was the question when she looked into her own life how it was the question because Bible says they were past the age of childbearing and there is no way physically you know they can find they can get a child so that's the reason when she looked into her life she was not sure whether she's going to get a child or not let's go further Sarah had faced a lot of obstacles in her life before she had Isaac you know Bible records that one after another we talked about few of them Sarah had problem you know in her life before she experienced this blessing in her life you know Sarah's problem was not God her problem was her own situation you know her problem was not God it's not about God her problem was her situation you know she stumbled because she looked at her situation instead of looking at God you know many times whenever they failed they know that God is able to do things but then instead of looking at God Sarah looked at her own limitations you know that that's the reason for their failures it was very evident from the words let's go to Genesis chapter 18 Genesis 18 verse 11 if you read Bible says now Abraham and Sarah were old well advanced in age Sarah had passed the age of childbearing so physically medically there is no way Sarah can have a child so it is obvious that Sarah looked into her situation her body condition and she thought there is no way she can have child there is no way she is going to have children in her in in her life Sarah looked into her problem but not to God she stumbled upon the fact that she is unable to produce a child but she failed to look at God have we not experienced the similar situation in our life you know sometimes when we look at our situation we cry inside but we laugh outside you know when we look at someone else we just laugh that's what Sarah did it doesn't mean that you know she was happy no not at all she just laughed because she knows about her inner feeling she could just look into her situation and she understood that's what is her situation and now God is telling that she's going to have a child so she just laughed you know we go through that kind of situation in our life too you know sometime inside we have questions we have doubt how this is going to come true in my life I want to see the things happening in my life but now how do I come to come through how this is going to happen in my lifetime we have the questions but now when we look at somebody else someone else we just laugh outside like we want to be like one among many we just laugh outside but then internally we go through this hurt we go through this emotional feeling probably Sarah was going through that kind of emotion in her life so we can understand she was a man, woman of failure she was a woman who, go, who has gone through terrible situation in her lifetime but now she's also looking at into her lifetime and you know that is just pulling her down that is her just putting her down you know but God understanding her situation God speaks to her the same chapter Genesis 18 
Therefore Sarah la laughed with within herself, saying, verse 12, Genesis 18, After I have grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord, my Lord being also old. Verse 13, And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I surely bear a child, since I am old? You know, verse 14, God understood Sarah. And he says, Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. You know, Lord looked into her heart, and Lord understood, God understood what Sarah has been going through. God clearly understood Sarah is looking into her limitation, and God is trying to take her, you know, grab her attention there, and God is telling her, is anything too hard for me to do? Is anything too hard for me to do? You know, she never had a doubt about God's promise. Her problem was herself. You know, many times, you know, we are, we are very clear in that. You know, when we believe God, we trust in God, we, you know, believe His, His promises are true, and in that time, His promises will come true. We believe God. But at times, the problem is our own self. You know, our own self. We look at the situation, and there we fail. We look at the situation, how I am going to prosper in my life, <laughs> how I am going to take care of my child, my family, and how I am going to build the ministry, you know, how I am going to serve God, how I am going to, you know, stand as a testimony to God we look at our limitation and that's where our failure starts that's where our failure starts but now Sarah as she was looking into her situation God is intervening and God is telling her is anything too hard for me to do because the writer of Hebrews in Hebrew 11, 11 says by faith Sarah herself also received strength to conceive she was a man, woman of faith no doubt about it in spite of all the failures in spite of all the pain that she was going through in her life she was faithful to God and she found God as faithful to her to herself Sarah never doubted God you know she never considered God as unfaithful you know faith we are studying about faith and as we go through all these characters we are trying to come to a clear understanding in our life what faith is what faith means to you and me today you know faith is not about us faith is about God faith is not who we are it is who our God is you know that is what is faith faith is nothing to do with who we are on this earth faith is nothing to do with what ability you know what what you know what skills we have on this earth no not at all faith is nothing about us faith is about God faith doesn't depend on our ability it depends on the abilities of God faith doesn't depend on our ability it depends on the abilities of God faith is not about what we can do it is about what God can do through us you know if you deeply understand what I'm talking about faith is not about what we can do but faith is about what God can do through us you know all that God is in need is Sarah and Abraham God doesn't want to do a miracle child there God doesn't want to do a bring a child through Hagar and it was Sarah's scheme and you know, God didn't want to do you know bring didn't want to bring okay let 
now Abraham and Sarah they don't have child let's look at some, somebody else let's look at somebody else from the family as long as they are from the same you know tree it doesn't matter let's look at somebody else no God didn't do that God wanted to bring the child even though they were 190 years of old God wanted to bring Isaac through that same body you know God that, 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 that's amazing fact today as we learn about faith God wanted to accomplish through us God doesn't want to replace us it is us it is we are the one we try to deviate and go away and ask God God can you do it with somebody else it is not me it is our decision it is ourself 100% sure it is ourself that says it is not me someone else but as a child of God, God expects us to give ourselves 100% to God. God wanted to do those things through us. Because faith is not about us. It is about God. Faith is not who we are. It is who our God is. Faith doesn't depend on our ability. It depends on the abilities of God. Faith is not about what we can do. It is about what God can do through us. Sarah judged God or considered God as faithful. You know, that is the reason for her success in the midst of all this you know her failures you know her uh, selfish desire thinking that she's not able to produce a child she didn't fail God she didn't consider God as not a promise keeper he she considered God as faithful she believed she trusted God you know that is the secret of her faith that day today where do we stand in our faith life you know sometimes we look at our families we look at people around we look at the failures we look at the situation and we come to a decision it's not possible in my lifetime we easily come to a decision and say that Lord it is not possible I don't think it's I'm going to get this was it true that God spoke to you was it true that God spoke to you told that thing to you if it was God he will make it happen you know Sarah in spite of all the situation going negative she was just trusting God she knew very sure the God one who made that promise is faithful you know we may go through disappointments in our life we may go through mockery we may go through condemnation and questions in our life you know Sarah went through all this in her life all through all this not just a few years but such a long year you know probably I don't know what year she got married and until the age of 90 she went through all this in her even after receiving the promise from God the covenant from God 25 years she went through all this in her lifetime but she never doubted God's ability she never doubted God's faithfulness it is okay to bring you know have doubt about our ability but let us never doubt God's ability we have limitations but not our God you know we have certain things restrictions in our life but not our God we think that we cannot accomplish it may not happen but it is we do that we do that kind of thinking but not God once we depend on God once we trust in his abilities we will see things coming through in our life today God wants us to believe not on our strength but in God's strength because Hebrew 11 11 says by faith Sarah herself also received strength to conceive where that strength came from it came from God where that strength can come from it can come only from God because she was strengthless Bible says she has no clue about it but God he gave the strength to Sarah to produce that child 
God wants us to believe in him in his strength Sarah did not conceive on her own strength Bible 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 accounts that Bible says she received strength to conceive seed from above that strength can come from the presence of God from Holy Spirit this morning God is speaking to us God is telling us just don't depend on your ability don't look at your limitations but trust in me I am a God who can do all things is anything too hard for me to do shall we just close our eyes this morning